does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I am not Bob Lovell with you for a second straight day. It's Brendan King and for the coach who is back with you less than a month from now. Summer rolls on on IST. A lot coming your way tonight, but first, the initial scoreboard update tonight with Jonathan Smith. Some Major League Baseball scores. The Cleveland Guardians went on the road to take on the Texas Rangers earlier today, losing that game 2-0, two ga- two to zero, getting shut out despite putting up eight hits. Earlier today as well, the Chicago Cubs played the Boston Red Sox, won 10-4 a big day from Cody Bellinger with two hits on the game, including a grand slam in the third inning. The St. Louis Cardinals played host to the Washington Nationals, losing once again 7-5, dropping to 38-53 and on the season. Currently going on right now, the Chicago White Sox are... Chicago White Sox are up 6-4 on the Atlanta Braves in the top of the eighth with one out. Moving on to the Brewers, who are currently taking on the Cincinnati Reds in the top of the fifth. Brewers are up 2-0, with one out in the top of the fifth. Going on right now as well, the WNBA All-Star Game is going on where we've got two Indiana Fever players who are, who are representing the great city of Indianapolis tonight, Aaliyah Boston and Kelsey Mitchell. As of right now, uh, Kelsey Mitchell has logged a total of eight minutes, has not scored a single point, and Aaliyah Boston, who started the game, currently has six points. This is Jonathan Smith with Indiana Sports Talk. Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome in. It's Brendan King with you. The voice you just heard over the last 90 seconds was Jonathan Smith. You'll hear him every 15 minutes with our scoreboard updates. He is the star of the show. Nathaniel Finch is on the ones and twos. Finchie doing a great work on the board here tonight. Coming up in just the next few moments, Matt Schumacher is going to join us to talk some college basketball. Of course, Shu, the great voice for Fox Sports as well as ESPN. You hear him on plenty of college basketball action with play-by-play. He's having himself a busy summer away from the booth because he is a newfound dad of two. His son was recently born, so we'll talk with Shu about the new fatherhood, being a dad of two as well, getting ready for what is going to be a terrific college basketball season. It will be here before you know it, of course as there's a lot to talk about tonight. College hoops, college football. We've got some Notre Dame to discuss at 945. Tom Noy from the South Bend Tribune is going to jump on. And then a special treat at the top of the hour at 10, Dylan Meyer, PGA golfer from down in Evansville. Meyer is going to hop on with us for a couple segments. He just won the inaugural Bob O'Link Open at Antler Point golf course in Rushville. That was last week. And Dylan Meyer, that's the name you're going to want to know. On the PGA Tour, he finished top 20 in the U.S. Open back in 2018. So he is a star rising in the PGA Tour world in the great game of golf. And he's going to jump on and talk about his win at Antler Point Golf Course in Rushville. You may be familiar with that tournament because at Antler Point, they were advertising with us right here on Indiana Sports Talk just a couple weeks back. But Joining us right now to kick off tonight's program, Matt Schumacher from Fox Sports, play-by-play voice for Fox, as well as ESPN to talk some college hoops. Shu, always a tradition to get you back on here in Indiana Sports Talk in the summer. How's it been, man? Of course, new dad of two. How's that hanging? It's going well, but you know you're in Indiana when you're talking college basketball in the middle of July. Yes. Because uh, 
the basketball news cycle never stops here, and that's a beautiful thing. It never stops, my man. So let's dive right into it. Storylines on your mind most right now as we sit in the middle of summer. Of course, before you answer that question, I think the one of the craziest things was seeing John Calipari at Drake's house leading a practice with Kentucky with the Wildcats at Drake's mansion. That was pretty wild to see. Well, that seems pretty on brand, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, you got to you got to get Drake involved at UK. It's only yeah. right. And Cal is—he's um, never short on tricks up his sleeve or a flair for the dramatic. But storylines on my mind. I mean, if we're just talking Indiana, like the state of Indiana, I think college basketball is really intriguing in the state of Indiana this year. You've got two programs in Notre Dame and Butler who traditionally, at least in recent years, and I'm talking like last decade and a half, have been good, you know, NCAA tournament teams. But Notre Dame has been to one, I think, in the last five or six years, and Butler's missed five in a row, which hasn't happened since the mid-'90s. Yeah. And obviously there's a lot of change. Micah Shrewsbury going from Penn State. And then for Butler, it's year two under Thad Mata, nine new players, uh, the least amount of returning minutes in the Big East. So I think those two really intriguing. Obviously, the Butler fan base is really hungry. You know that, Brennan, being a, being a, a former dog. They're hungry to, to see a competitive team. And so I think that's, those two programs are an intriguing story. And then, you know, the, the Purdue-Indiana rivalry was so good last year, and I think it'll still be really good this year, even with some of the changes that IU is going to have, because Mike Woodson has just done a phenomenal job of creating, uh, I guess the best way to put it, in my opinion, is they're never, they, they never seem to be um, rebuilding. He's just reloading, and I think he's reloaded a really good roster this year. That is a great table setter, my man. I'm going to ask you about everything that you just said as we dive into it. we got a minute here. I want to start okay. with Butler, as you said. The least returning minutes in the Big East. Jalen Thomas, Connor Turnbull, John Michael Malloy. That's it, Shu. And yeah. this is probably a great example of what the world of college basketball is now. It is true free agency for this Butler Bulldog team. They're going to have a brand new looking squad. They are. And... Unlike last year, they have some freshman talent that I think will actually contribute in a in a larger way. Like I think Finley Bijak is somebody that a lot of Butler fans are really excited about. Um, frankly, the fact that Thad Mata and company were able to keep him, I think, says a lot about that staff. It says a lot about the culture at Butler because, let's face it, they didn't have a good year last year. They were blown out way too many times uh, for both Thad's liking and the fan base's liking. Yeah, And I think it's a good thing that, that there's nine new players coming in. Um, Thad's actually going to have his, right. his own team. Yeah. Hey, Shoot, uh, can you hang through this commercial? We'll come right back? Yeah. Sounds good. It. Matt Schumacher, play-by-play voice of Fox Sports, back right after this. Our middle of the summer college basketball preview continues with Matt Schumacher, the great play-by-play voice for Fox Sports, as well as ESPN, a couple other outlets as well. Shu, welcome back on. We were just getting done with the Butler Bulldogs, and my follow-up question to what you discussed of 
New guys on this Bulldog team. How about Thad Mata finding a way to get Posh Alexander, one of the best defenders mm-hmm. at the guard position in the Big East, to Hinkle Fieldhouse? I love that you mentioned defense, but I think, too, Brennan, equally as important, Posh has run point for the last three years in the Big East. And that is something that was a glaring weakness for this Butler team last year, just getting into their offense. I think Posh answers that question and makes an immediate impact this season. I love it. Can't wait to watch him in a Butler uniform. Watched him way too much in red over the last few years, too, as a member of St. John's. Hey, man, you were talking about IU and Purdue, and I remember asking you this question last year, and I'm pretty sure you went with the Boilers. It was a good answer of who's in a better position prime right now to make a run. Is it IU or Purdue for the 2024 NCAA tournament? Tough tough question. Hard-hitting stuff, I know. I'm going to say Purdue only because they're coming off a loss to the 16 seed, Fairleigh Dickinson. And we know what happened the last time a one seed lost to the 16 seed. Virginia went on to win the national championship. I'm not, I'm not sitting here in mid July calling that for the Boilermakers, but I do think there's some serious fire, uh, on a team that returns over 80% of its minutes from last season, they are the reigning Big Ten champs, and they do bring back the reigning National Player of the Year. I don't know that their style is as effective in the NCAA tournament as it is in the Big Ten, and there's a lot of things that go into that, probably too much to get into on this show. But, you know, I think they're a favorite to win the Big Ten, and anytime you can win the Big Ten, you've got a team that can make a deep run in the NCAA tournament. Shoot, two minutes here. You alluded to Zach Eady. And my thing with Eady, it's amazing he's coming back. And, of course, he's going to be yeah. a superstar player. But another year of Big Ten and, quite frankly, all college bas- basketball coaches to scout him. Mm. Can, can he do it again? Or will defenses start to adapt? That's a great question because because the other thing too, Brennan, is he's obviously a really good, highly skilled, highly driven guy. And you know Matt Painter's a great coach. I'm sure in West Lafayette this this off season they've been working on adding, you know, some some new moves, some new game to his game to adjust to what defenses are going to throw at him. I'm not sure there's anybody in the country that can straight up stop Edie. But what Fairleigh Dickinson did and what others were able to do at times when they beat Purdue, Indiana included, is they shut down the other players, the secondary options, and then made it difficult to feed Edie in positions where he could score with effectiveness. I think that's the key to beating Purdue. Mm. Even this year with what you talked about, another year to scout, more tape, etc. Matt Schumacher is our guest, play-by-play voice for Fox Sports as well as ESPN. Shoe down to our last 60 seconds. IU losing Trace Jackson Davis. IU losing Jalen Hood-Shafino. That star power, can it be replaced for Mike Woodson that easy? I don't think it's ever easy to replace a guy who is arguably the best player ever. Definitely in the top three. Just not. I mean, you can argue all day long. Indiana's had great players in years past, but but what Trace Jackson Davis was able to do from a numbers standpoint, I mean, he's top five all time in a host of categories. Will it be easy? No, but I think they're super talented. I love that Xavier Johnson's coming back to run the point, and they've added some good pieces in the offseason. 
Hey, man, you're the best. I appreciate you. Have a great summer with the kids before your schedule starts to get busy again, and we'll catch up again soon, Shu. Thanks. You too, man. Keep crushing it in minor league ball. You got it, brother. Matt Schumacher, great play-by-play voice for Fox Sports. You will see him on literally every game coming up in the Big East this fall. Looking forward to it. We'll come back next with Tom Noy from the South Bend Tribune on Indiana Sports Talk. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Back again with another sports update. Going to start this one with some minor league baseball. The Indianapolis Indians are currently down to the to the Omaha Storm Chasers. Six runs to two in the bottom of the sixth inning. The South Bend Cubs are currently up six to one in the top of the ninth. They're going to look to hold on to that one. And then moving on to the Fort Wayne Tin Caps. They're currently down six to three against the Great Lakes. Going back to some scores from earlier today. The Cleveland Guardians lose two to zero to the Texas Rangers despite putting up eight hits. Moving on to the Cubs and the Red Sox. Big game here from the Cubs, putting up 10 runs, including this home run from Cody Bellinger. Paxton's 0-1. In the air, right center field. Back toward the wall, and gone. Grand slam, Cody Bellinger. That homer came in the four, in the third inning where the Cubs put up six runs where they did most of their damage. The St. Louis Cardinals lost to the Washington Nationals in extra innings, 7-5. to five. Uh, The White Sox game is about to wrap up as they're on the road taking on the Atlanta Braves. Still up 6-4 to four in that one in the bottom of the eighth with two outs. The Reds and the Brewers are currently playing right now. The Brewers are up 2-0 to zero here in the top of the sixth. Moving on to just some other scores in and around baseball here really quickly before I run out of time. Um, the the Marlins are currently down to the Orioles 6-5. to five. Uh, the, the Phillies are up on the Padres 9-2. to two, And that's going to do it here. I am Jonathan Smith with your sports updates on Indiana Sports Talk. Time to punch it up to the 5-7-4. Talk some Notre Dame football with the great Tom Noy from the South Bend Tribune. Mr. Noy, it's always great to have you on IST. How has your summer been? Uh, very relaxing, but almost very over because it is. thanks to Notre Dame making a nice little jaunt over to Dublin, Ireland, we have about 10 days left of what consists of summer in South Bend before football season takes over and preseason camp starts mm-hmm. uh, in about 10 days. So here we go. Hey, man, the anticipation for this year, it's really unique because you seemingly find your answer at quarterback. Of course, there's a lot of games to go, and you have to figure out what Sam Hartman is going to play like in a Notre Dame uniform, but a lot of question marks elsewhere. So how does the anticipation and the preparation for this year differ to any of the last decade? I'd say any of the last maybe two decades, and maybe three decades, maybe ever, because of because of – the talent and the dynamic that you have at a position that you don't really have not really had that in Sam Hartman. Like it's it, it begins anything anything about the 2023 season up here with Notre Dame football starts in the middle and ends with what Sam Hartman can bring to this offense. Just the dynamic capability that he has to make every throw at any time at any place on the field 
Notre Dame hasn't had that. Yeah, Brady Quinn, they had him. They had that. Jimmy Clausen, they had that a little bit. But look at the numbers and the touchdowns and the yards and everything that Sam Hartman has done as a collegiate so far. And now to go do it in his fifth year at Notre Dame, it's it's a very unique situation this program finds itself in. Hmm. Tom Noy, our guest from the South Bend Tribune, covering all things Notre Dame. Tom, throwing out the quarterback position for now, I remember asking you this question last year. A position on this roster <laughs> pre-camp that you feel sure about and a position that you still need to shake out, you need to see it before you write about it. Well, to, that I feel sure about, it's amazing the amount of criticism and second-guessing and overall disillusionment that people find in the Notre Dame linebacking corps. Like mm. J.D. Bertrand, Maris Leofau, and Jack Kaiser, and throw in there a couple of freshmen or guys that are coming up in Nolan Ziegler and Jalen Sneed. That's one heck of a group that you have on your second-tier defense that everybody always talks about. Well, J.D. Bertrand doesn't do this. The Maris Leofau doesn't do that. And Jack Kaiser, he might be a little undersized, but that's a group that I think Marcus Freeman will put up put up against anybody in the country as far as productivity, as far as playing snaps, as far as reliability and health wise. So I think I think he feels really good about the linebacking core as we go into the 2023 season. And last year, last year was the tight end, or last year was the wide receivers. We'll stay in the pass catching and because. And go to the tight ends because there's no Michael Mayer. Right. Like Michael Mayer, you throw number 87 out there, you're, th- you're thinking he's going to have 75 catches, 1,000 yards, 12 touchdowns, piece of cake. He's one of the elite, most elite tight ends in the country. He'll be a first-round draft pick. Done. Don't even have to worry about that. They don't have the, the type of tight end talent that they've normally had, whether it was Michael Mayer, Tommy Tremble, right on down the line. So right now as we sit here in, in mid-July, tight end is going to be um, – where is that production going to come from for a guy like Sam Hartman? Tom Noy, our guest here on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk from the South Bend Tribune. Tom, I love the running back room. Audric Estimate leads it. But to me, the most exciting part is getting to see finally Jadarian Price. Your expectations for him? Tempered, because he may be the most talented guy there. But what they talk about in Achilles tendon injuries, and he snapped his Achilles back in June, is he can come back within a year but he's not his true self before injury for another year. So we, we may see a little dose of Jadarian uh, Price this year, but I don't know if he's going to be able to cut it loose until 2024, which is okay mm. if you've got a guy like Audric Estime who's going to run for 1,100, 1,200 yards, maybe 10 touchdowns, not have to shoulder that much of an offensive load because you've got a guy like Sam Hartman, a quarterback. So Jadarian Price is going to be really, really good, but how much of that we see him in 23? Probably not going to be that much until 24. Do you still think the depth of the running back room is one of the greatest strengths of this football team, even with losing lose, uh, Logan Diggs? As long as they stay healthy. As long as they don't have a, a catastrophic, catastrophic injury in Dublin or the, the early week where – and and Audric Estime is Audric Estime. Like he can't take a step back. He knows he's a main guy, which means he can't do what he did last year and have trouble with holding on to the football to where the staff gets a little squirrely about trusting him. He's got to be a main guy right from the jump and not have any setbacks. There can't be any major injuries. Jadarian Price won't be a 700 or 800 yard guy, but he can be a change of pace guy. And then you've got the rest of the room that kind of falls in line. So. 
the running backs have a potential to be good, but also you, you get a tweak here or a tweak there and some uncertainty, and in that position, that the, that, that goes up for grabs as well. Hmm. Tom Noy, our guest here on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Tom, last thing about ND football, it's, you've had a full year to get to know Marcus Freeman. I guess in 365 days plus of getting to be around this guy, not physically every day, but at least covering mm-hmm. him, What's your biggest difference in the feel of the program compared to the last ten years? I think he he just he just gets it. He he understands he's not he's not the politician, the type of uh, maybe uh, chief of staff, chairman of the board that Brian Kelly was. Like Brian Kelly, yeah, he was the head football coach. He was the wingiest head football coach in Notre Dame football history. But he was more of a CEO. Like I'm going to delegate this. I'm going to watch this from afar. You watch Marcus Freeman in practices, whether it's spring practice, preseason practice. You watch him in his in the day to, the way he conducts business day to day. Like he's a football coach. Brian Kelly's that, but but he when when you're in the business as long as Brian Kelly was, you're different. Like Marcus Freeman gets it. He understands he's going to make mistakes. He understood I had to get better when I started at zero and two, losing to Ohio State, losing to Marshall. They got better, and he does understand too that nine and four, ten and three, heck, even eleven and two and twelve and one—that's not good enough at Notre Dame. Tom Noy, he is the best. Tom, last thing—we got thirty seconds. You got to interview Cade Horton, Chicago Cubs first-round pick, about a month ago. <laughs> Future ace, you think? What'd you think of him? When's he going up? I mean, we'll he's, see, man. He's—he's he's really good. He's a sharp kid, and you can't help. When you go over there to Four Winds Field and talk to guys like that, like you root for guys yeah. like like that because he gets it, he understands it, and he's like, "This is a process. However long it takes, it's yeah. going to be there." Thanks, and kudos Tom. To the guy who set that interview up. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Thanks, Tom. See you soon. <laughs>